BFM 89.9. My name is Daryl Ong and this is Banana, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Recently, there were talks and discussions at the highest level of sports administrators on a proposed grading of sports facilities around the country. A la hotels and restaurants, the proposed plan will see sports venues graded with facilities with low scores ordered to close until they improve and meet the standards. While there are plenty and plenty of hurdles to overcome, with the big one being the relationship between federal, state and local councils, the ultimate goal of this is to make sports more accessible while expanding the pool of athletes at the grassroots level. 2213's Harish Dio joins us on the program today as we discuss the nuances and mechanics of this proposed plan. We reported this uh, a few days back. It's with regards to discussions um, that are being held, uh, July 5th to be exact, um, about discussions to um, great sports facilities in uh, Malaysia. Mm. And as you rightfully mentioned, um, the comparison with uh, restaurants and hotels, it's similar to that form of evaluation. um, But it's beyond just hygiene. I think the reason why uh, such an idea is being uh, discussed is because uh, the ministry has been bombarded with Uh, complaints by certain quarters, especially by sports enthusiasts who are rather disappointed with the facilities, sporting facilities, especially um, in the private, by by the private operators. It seems like a noble, um, uh, what do you call, idea, but I think it's an idea that needs to be uh, processed thoroughly and needs to be discussed with as many stakeholders as possible mm. uh, because uh, there are growing concerns of how this grading system would work. Although, uh, generally speaking, based on uh, the people I've spoken to, the uh, operators themselves, the association, uh, even uh, private gymnasiums, uh, Muay Thai gymnasiums, for example, they all welcome the idea, but they want more clarity. Mm. It's interesting you say that because I can see how from a consumer side, a customer side, want to rent a football pitch, for example, we can, um, we understand, you know, we pay for what we're getting for, right, at the end of the day. But on the practitioner side, on the, on the owners and the organizers side, why, why the need for this, you think? Well, are we really paying what we're getting? Um, you know, some, some people are paying a whole lot of money yeah. uh, for facilities that aren't... Uh, you know, uh, up to the mark or they, they shouldn't be paying that much mm. for that kind of facility. So the, the problem we see right now is that uh, I, I feel for the operators because two years, pretty much, they were out of the bus- out of business for most months. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I, I would believe that the whole of 2020, they were out of business. Uh, it was not an easy period. Now, a lot of these facilities were not maintained or, you know, uh, kept in proper order during that duration. And when they opened their doors, they found it difficult. I mean, cash flows issues. And I truly understand their predicament, mm. um, you know, being a business owner myself. Uh, it's, it's, it was a difficult period. Nevertheless, uh, we, we are not talking about just the pandemic. Even before pandemic, um, I have seen with my own eyes whereby uh, rates are placed at really, uh, you know, at, at ridiculous amounts. Uh, for the but the facilities aren't great or or what you would 
expect mm. for the amount you've paid. Mm. So I would believe that this grading system would somewhat um, be a kind of a reminder to the operators that look at the end of the day profits you need to make your profit but at the same time you need to maintain and you need to ensure that the facilities are up, your facilities are up to mark mm, check and balance right yeah there, there, there needs to be some form of check and balance however i must also stress that i am looking very uh, closely at how this check and balance would work simply because of the Local laws and regulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's being spearheaded by the Ministry of Youth and Sports, and as you and I know, they don't have uh, authority. authority to compel. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we can. I, I think we'll discuss this uh, uh, in more. Yeah, we will. Uh, in greater length. Yeah, there are plenty of hurdles um, <laughs> for this plan to go through for sure, and that's yeah. just a, a slice of the pizza, right? right. But Harish, just 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 let bring me through. I guess you know when this plan does go through, when you look at a sports facility, what are the criteria that they should be scored on? You know, what I'm asking is, you know, aside from world class gym equipment, should things like you know the quality of the operation, the administration, should all that be taken into account as well? No, let's not talk about world-class operations. Let's go back to the basics. Equipment. You know, toilets that function. Right. Proper changing rooms. Mm. Um, proper rooms for both uh, you know, uh, men and women who are actually patrons of, of the particular uh, facility. Mm. Yeah, uh, Kid-friendly. And I think one aspect that many people fail to realize or often overlook when it comes to sports facilities is actually the safety element. Mm. Whereby, is it safe? The, the no, you know, um, sharp uh, objects lying around. Um, the courts are smooth and not uh, too smooth uh, that it will cause injuries, but not rough as well where it will disrupt play. So the safety element as well. And when you have proper uh, facilities, you actually encourage more people to play the sport and in return, the quality of play improves. Mm. So, so mm. yeah, th- these are aspects that uh, should be looked into when you when a party is interested in evaluating and grading um, a particular sports mm. facility. For sure, hygiene also another one, right? Yeah, I, I completely hygiene because you're, you're in a uh, in an environment where there's a lot of sweat. Yeah, um, you know, uh, a lot of uh, other elements as well. So ventilation is a big key factor. Um, there are some gyms where which are really all just closed. And with these, you know, the, our war against COVID-19 just never seems to end. Mm. Uh, we need proper ventilation. So this type of uh, things have to be looked into. Mm. Uh, in the ideal world, Harish, you know, and of yeah. course, with the purpose of keeping up the standards of sports facilities, how would you propose the mechanics of this plan to work, i.e. who does the grading, right? I think that's the biggest question of all. That, that's the thing, because um, if you look at, uh, the grading system where our restaurants are subjected to. Mm. Now, that is done by the local councils um, and also by the Jabatan uh, Kesihatan, uh, you know, um, of the respective uh, states or, or daerah, districts. And um, so they have the powers because it's it's in the bylaws. Uh, however, the youth and, minist- youth and sports ministry do not have those powers simply mm. because the... Private sports facilities, for example, um, they obtain their license from the local councils, mm. uh, local authorities, and it has nothing to do with the ministry. So, the only way for this to work is to get the buy-ins from the local 
uh, governments, uh, as in the local councils. However, would the local councils want to be burdened with another uh, grading process? And I'm afraid that a grading process, if it's seen as a burden, uh, don't, you know, that there would be an issue of it uh, being like uh, being used to, you have to pay to get graded. Then money comes into the picture as well. And yep. then it's unfair to the sports operators because they have to fork out more money. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm sure it'll be an annual affair. So on top of their their whatever that they need to pay, uh, they have this to worry about. So it's it's unfair to them as well. Yeah. So so the grading and and um, the thing is that are the local councils equipped to grade sporting facilities? Are they just going to follow the book, follow a particular template set by the Youth and Sports Ministry, or are they going to get independent evaluators? But no independent evaluators are going to do is, is going to do this for free. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. so there, there are a lot of ifs and buts. Uh, but it's a good conversation to have uh, because uh, I'm glad that somebody is actually looking at this to ensure that consumers, uh, as in sports enthusiasts, uh, will be guaranteed some form of proper sporting facility and not be, you know, subjected to torn nets mm. and, you know, really poor courts and, and so forth and so on. Mm. Um, that, on. On to that state um, council issue, it's also a case where every different state has every different, has a different set of rules and different set of grading right. systems, right? No, I mean, uh, look at what happened during the lockdowns. Mm. Now, we had the various uh, lockdowns. Uh, they had various abbreviations for it, uh, MCO, CMCO, RMCO, and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. Now, there was the statement that was churned out by the, uh, what do you call, the National Security Council, or known as Majlis Keselamatan Negara. And the statements would have, you know, the SOPs or the guidelines. And if you notice, all the statements related to youth and sports, the youth and sports ministry will take the lead, but there is always a disclaimer at the end of every SOP of theirs. It boils down back to the guidelines of the local councils. Mm. Uh, this became an issue, remember, when the timing um, for joggers or those who intended to work out a job, um, they were restricted to certain timing. Yeah. Yeah, but certain local councils said, no, it had to be earlier. So at the end of the day, you you, you then see who actually holds the, the, the key to the power. Mm. It's the local councils and not the youth and sports ministry. Mm. So <laughs> the same thing... Um, would uh, happen in this case yeah. if there is no buy-in from the local council. And it's even worse. Um, uh, okay, worse wouldn't be the word, but the scenario is even different um, in Sabah and Sarawak. Yeah. Whereby they, are, no, they play by their own rules. Mm, mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and also another hurdle I, I would assume will come up when it comes to grading um, is that different sports has different criteria and say badminton and you take football for example both of them yeah. have very different safety rules both of them very different quality standards yeah. right how how do you think they'll go about this you know it seems like a mammoth task that's for sure yeah it is it will be um, you, you are just talking about specifics mm. by uh, badminton and uh, football yeah. I think that's easier uh, to that, that's a that's an easy problem to solve um, but what about sporting facilities that have a combination of two or three Mm. Um, a futsal court. Let's say, for example, there is this um, uh, futsal court in uh, Ampang that has uh, a sports facility hub, sorry, in Ampang that has a futsal court. They've got badminton courts. Multi-sports, uh, They've got right. a gymnasium mm. and they've got a Muay Thai uh, gym and a karate 
gymnasium yeah. um, at the topmost floor. So you're looking at a combination of a few uh, sports, uh, you know, uh, activities going on at the same time. Mm. So how do you grade such? Or are we going to see um, a very simplistic, basic grading system whereby you know the flush work check, you know the nets are in order check, and you know um, the, the ball is being used good. Okay, check. And that's it. Right. Ho- know, ho- so hopefully yeah. not. Yeah, but. Yeah. I just had the thought, you know, wouldn't some some user generated reviews be more effective than an overall blanket grading system? Say Yelp, right? But Yelp for sports facilities. I look, it's it's an option. Hmm. It's a conversation that the stakeholders should have if they think that is the way to go. So be it. But I personally have my reservations simply because it's open to abuse. Yeah, of course. Meaning that you know, I mean, we see that a lot with restaurants. Uh, you like a particular banana leaf rice and suddenly a competitor goes in and goes like, it's the most horrible banana leaf yeah. rice ever. It's so abusable, yeah. Much, all, all you need is just one uh, negative comment and that pretty much, and you know, people often overlook uh, the positives and mm. this, they, all, all they see is just, just that one negative. So I, I don't know if that will work to the advantage of, look, the idea here is to encourage people to pick up sports. Yeah. So we don't want a system to discourage people from getting into the sports industry, from being part of the whole sporting ecosystem. So that's the last thing um, any regulation should do yeah. to actually discourage people from being part of the industry. Yeah, agreed. Uh, also, one other thing that is this uh, is it creates healthy competition, right, amongst the operators and the owners. You know, lower graded yeah, can, facilities correct. will be more inclined to pull up their socks to increase their ratings. Correct. And also at the same time, I think uh, it's all about, it boils down to providing a proper facility for sports enthusiasts. Look, if you are not playing on a proper, uh, on a proper, you know, field or, or turf or, or, or court, uh, it's, it's, it defeats the purpose. It, it disrupts play and, and you know, it, it's, it's pointless. Mm. Mm. It's like having a TV that pretty much not colour but it's just black and white or you know a smart TV that doesn't it's not smart at all mm. you, you, you can't go online so it defeats the purpose yeah for sure um, on the other hand sports pra- practitioners uh, sports operators yeah. without the budget of these you know big companies mm-hmm. if anything this will hamper their spirits right you know them getting a low rating should there be a different grading system for these kind of smaller lower budget venue owners you think that that, that is a conversation that the stakeholders are having uh, in the midst of having because they know that there are certain... Look, we've got franchise uh, gymnasiums. Oh. You know, they, they are huge. They are mm-hmm. big. They are nationwide. Mm. And you've got these small-time, you know, one-off gym operators. Uh, I spoke to one of them, this uh, gym operator. I mean, uh, Munzir Mustafa, who runs Lakil uh, MMA and Fitness uh, Academy in Shah Alam. Mm-hmm. He's all for this grading system. He believes that it will be good for consumers. But at the same time, he did speak about that whole, um, you know, uh, he spoke about the fact that the grading system should be uh, friendly towards smaller gyms, uh, smaller operations like his. Mm. Uh, so, yes, uh, it has to be looked into. You can't be expecting um, the small guys to compete at the same level with the bigger boys. You know? mm, yeah. Um, so, so th- does that mean that we're going to have two different set of... Uh, rules um, I don't think so but perhaps a more general uh, you know because how, how, how do you want to benchmark it based on yeah. how much of returns you make at the end of the year or how big your facility is uh, a big facility does not guarantee 
you know plenty returns you know yeah for sure so so it's it's a conversation that has to happen mm. yeah speaking about money harish yeah. do you if this grading plan does go through do you see yeah. it um, affecting rental prices at all for consumers that is um, the fear to be honest that was the first thing that came to my mind because the sports operator would take advantage of their good rating and for say sure. that, hey, look, we are five star, for example, or, or we got an A rating, for example. As such, uh, we will hike up the price three times of what you're paying right now, you know? So the fear is there. However, I was also assured that um, during the, the, the conversations, this matter was brought up and apparently price um, would be one of the factors Hmm. to consider um, the grading. So the idea at the end of the day is to provide a healthy, safe and affordable environment for people to play sports. Hmm. I think the idea of the ministry here is to, and not sounding like a spokesperson of the ministry, but the idea here is for them to encourage more people to pick up sports. I, got you. I think that's the whole that, that's the whole idea. Mm. And it should be. If it's anything else, then I think the ministry has got to answer a whole lot of questions because it shouldn't be about profit. It should be about encouraging more people to pick up sports. Yeah, so so it's about, I guess it's about finding that balance, right, between like, you know, having good facilities and also an yeah. affordable, right? You don't want to be two uh, opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. at the end of the day. Um, but... This, this is definitely will happen, Harish. I think I think owners and operators will increase their prices at the end of the day if they do get a, a high rating, unfortunately. And and that's a fear that I think it's unavoidable, if you ask me. Well, then it boils down to consumerism. I think, um, you know, as a consumer, it's for you to decide whether uh, you are comfortable paying that certain... I mean, look, it's the same with cars as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, you mm. pay more, you get premium. Mm. You pay less, you don't get premium. Right? It's the same with anything in life. Mm. I mean, the prices of vegetables also is the same. You go to a certain hypermarket, it's so much more cheaper. You go to a certain artisan kind of, uh, uh, what do you call, grocery store and you pay like triple the price. Mm, for sure. So, yeah. Um, so, we're talking about private spaces when it comes to yeah. this, but how about so uh, free public spaces, say your neighborhood football pitch, for example? Well, which is to rec- be honest with you, mm. um, I think that it should actually encompass all right. facilities regardless whether they are privately owned or government hmm. uh, simply because if you want this to work I think um, the government has got to lead by example hmm. I think the first place they should grade is the whole uh, all the stadiums under the uh, stadium board stadium corporation of Malaysia uh, you know PSM uh, Malaysian Stadium uh, Corporation sorry hmm. yeah so that that's that that's the first thing they need to do. Um, you know, grade that those uh, sporting facilities, uh, and then you know look at the uh, sporting facilities provided by the local councils, uh, like your day one that converts into a badminton hall. I think exceptions can be made in that those circumstances because, you know, sometimes it, it's being held for uh, wedding receptions and then suddenly it turns into a badminton court. Yeah, multi-purpose, yeah. Yeah, so it's multi-purpose. So I think we have to be mindful of, of that. Hmm. And of course, the price has got to be mindful of that as well. Hmm. But if they are dedicated uh, sporting facilities by the local councils, they should rightfully be graded as well. How about free parks, free public parks? Yeah, why not? I mean, look, if if we if the idea here is to encourage people to pick up sports, hmm. then rightfully everything should be 
you know, in working on that. Mm. So, so based on your research on this, based on your, you know, um, yeah. on your article, where, how, how soon do you see this um, plan coming into fruition? I, I doubt anytime soon, to be honest. Mm. I think it's the, the discussions are still in its infancy. Um, you know, there's just a lot of conversations that have to keep on going because you have to speak to the gymnasium operators. You're going to speak to the, you know, bigger sporting hubs. You've got to talk to the smaller guys. Um, you've got to talk to the local councils. You've got to find out the mechanics. And at the end of the day, this is a word uh, or, or, or a phrase that the government servants would like to use, the puncher kwasa, mm. um, meaning that who has the authority over this or who has been, you know, given the authority to lead this, you know. Mm. So these are conversations that need to be um, sorted out first. But the, the reason why we published the article is to get the conversation going. And we were really... Um, uh, amazed by the reception that we received uh, simply because uh, I would say there's not even been a single negative uh, what do you call uh, reaction to this idea mm. in fact people were very um, eager to see how it will work and uh, who will grade the uh, what do you call sports facilities mm. I think everyone is hung- everyone is dying and they hunger for good sporting venues that was 2213's Harish Dio, and this week we've been talking about the nuances of a proposed plan to grade sports facilities and venues a la restaurants and hotels. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's program. If you'd like to revisit that story again, the podcast will be up real soon, www.bfm.my forward slash bar none. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, let us know your thoughts on this issue. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. My name is Daryl Ong and this has been Baanan, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week only here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. <laughs>